Welcome to the Happy Mama podcast with Amy Taylor Cabaz, weekly inspiration, wisdom, and insights into how you can be a more mindful and happy mama. And welcome, beautiful mamas, to episode 46. On this journey, I am so often blown away by the women I interview women who decided to turn tough situations around, not only to empower themselves, but other women too. And today's interview is all of that and more. Let me introduce you, beautiful mamas, to Natalie Tome. Coming from a loving family that endured many financial and personal struggles, Natalie, apparently, was determined to make her mark from a very early age. She has always wanted to help other people. Then when she left school early, she finished her high school certificate through night school and after studying part of a science degree with a newborn by her side, realized her love of both physical and mental health and went on to study a Bachelor of Nursing. Having endured poverty, domestic violence, unstable housing and raising two children as a sole parent, Natalie is adamant that no matter what our circumstances in life, we all have a right to access information. And from that passion, she then went on to create Wonder Woman Children, which teaches first aid courses to anybody around Australia in a really approachable and fun way. This is a woman, mamas, who is really taking the idea of empowering ourselves and turning it into an amazing movement. And she really has such a beautiful story. So I'm so excited to welcome her to the podcast today. Thank you for for making time for this, Natalie. No, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be on board and to be having a chat with yourself as well. There's so much I want to speak to you about. First, (laughs) um, your own story and then why first aid programs for young families. But let's start right back from the beginning. As I said in the introduction, you've always felt a burning desire to to get out there and help people, haven't you? I did. I think even when I was, um, you know, growing up as a child um, and turning to my teen years, I couldn't understand why my friends had posters of celebrities and singers and artists on their walls, but they didn't have any posters of people making a difference. So for me, um, I always felt a little bit odd. I felt strange. I didn't feel like, you know, I didn't fit in. I wasn't wanting to bully people and I, I didn't want to be mean. I didn't ever have that really within me. Um, I always, I, I guess for me, finding myself throughout that journey, um, I definitely recognised that what made me happy, what made me healthy was, was making an impact with other people. And so, but your mummerhood journey really cemented that, I guess. You, you were studying with a newborn and then really went on to, to explore how you can connect with others through nursing as well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Look, education was a really big thing for me. Um, as you mentioned, I've come from a, a very beautiful, strong family, um, but we definitely did endure a lot of poverty and, and struggles along the way. And, you know, as much as we had so many difficulties, there was always love and support. And, um, you know, I remember trying to do a dog walk 
talking business at 10 and my mum helped me drop all the flyers off and you know I always had that that passion and um, I think for me being able to get to university I quit school at 15 I moved out of home when I was 16 um, ended up in an abusive relationship and then obviously had my first child I ended up having to finish my VC at night um, I was a bar girl at a strip club you know through my teen years when I was living out of home and um, everything had to happen really slowly I had to do a diploma in science before I even did my bachelor so I think by having my first child and finally getting into university was one of the most amazing, amazing points in my life and I couldn't have been more proud of myself to be honest but I think we often hear people going, oh, I'm going to university, I'm just going to school and it becomes an everyday thing but for some people it really is a struggle to even get to that point in their lives. So looking back, why do you think you had such a passion for this at such a young age? I mean, considering all of those things that you went through, not a lot of people in this world would have ended up where you have, have found that passion and determination to get to university and, as you said, empower yourself through education. What was it that made you persevere with that? I think um, not completing school and going out to do every single job you can without education, it's, it definitely came apparent to me that there's so many limitations to the people you can talk to and how much you can actually grow. Um, and my vision's always been to in turn look after my family as I get older and obviously you need to have that financial income to do that. So. Uh, every day I did my assignment and every day I trottle away my degree, my vision is to care for my family and be able to give back to them in those ways that I've always imagined doing so. Mm, and yeah. that's what kept you going? Yeah, 100%. You know, I wanted to make my family proud. My grandmother, um, you know, she came from Sri Lanka and when she got, she had a very difficult time and um, she's always with me. She's still alive and she guides me and I want to make her proud. Like I, not many people in my family have education. I definitely think it is a big difference of, um, you know, where you can kind of go in your life and, and what you can do with yourselves and how many doors open as well. And to do it as a single mum or with two little ones as well. Yeah, um, it's because of them I got through it. You know, it, when I remember reading books to them at night, and I wasn't reading bedtime stories. I was, I was reading, um, you know, my nursing books. I, we had, no, we had no money. You know, a treat for us was to go spend two dollars fifty on Steam Sims and leave the house for half an hour and. Um, it was the point I was sleeping on, you know, um, on the floors next to their beds and I looked at them and I knew that I had to do this for them and they've supported me in every way possible throughout my degree, every way possible. They are so proud of me and it's, it's definitely formed a, a really strong bond between us. How old are they now, Natalie? So they're six and eight now um, wow. and still just as amazing. You know, when I, uh, even with the business, they do flyers for me, they come to markets, they hand it out and I think for them I, I really want to concrete the message that in order to, to do what you want to do in life, it, it takes a lot of hard work and determination but we're, we're only doing it for each other and that's all that matters. Mm. So explain to the mummers listening then what you do do now. What is the business that you run and how are you educating others? Yeah, so um, I actually never wanted a business. So we started about a year and a half ago and I've been a first aid educator for many moons now. Throughout my nursing degree, someone gave me an opportunity. Um, and it came to my attention that a lot of parents, you know, for example, that had children with chronic illnesses or um, 
you know, they came, they were coming from a background where they were experiencing crisis and financial difficulties. They couldn't access this information. Um, I, throughout my research, I was then dumbfounded that it wasn't funded for all parents to know what to do in an emergency. And I think that's every single person's right. Um, I've met so many beautiful families along the way that often might be judged because of their circumstances. And the reason they're not coming out of it is because of lack of opportunity and access. So I was fortunate. I had great, you know, services assist me. And I just just want to see that we can give that back somehow and first aid was my niche and first aid empowers and what more important than teaching parents um, you know how to save a life and there shouldn't be a gap in between someone knowing that and someone not knowing that so um, I advocated for months trying to get it funded and after much rejection um, I was told no 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 I thought right I'll start a, a social enterprise and and we'll get this done. So um, here you are um, I never thought I'd have a business um, you know with the largest organization in Australia and I'm bloody proud of that being the case because we, we're, the, we're an organisation that actually wants to help people and, and they're the type of people we need to see growing in our lives, that's for sure. So what does your life look like now with oh. a six and an eight-year-old and everything you've been through? Do you, how does that feel now? Um, oh, wow, life's still so difficult, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm life so glad you said that because so often we think the grass will be greener when we get there. I've had that experience too and, and it's still life. No, it, it's still the same. You know, um, talking about personal things, I've got my family over and we've got some families going through struggle at the moment so we're all getting together trying to work out how to help them out and um, I did a market yesterday and I remember at 3 o'clock I broke down crying and my partner said to me, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't know what's wrong. Mm. <laughs> I just started crying. And life's still hard, isn't it? It's always hard and I think we've just got to trust in the bigger universe out there that um, we'll get through it. You know, I read this one quote saying, you've got a 100% track record from getting through everything and it's so true. You might feel a bit deflated, but we've all got through it. Um, so you just got to troop her on, don't you? You just got to, yeah, keep on keeping on. <laughs> you do and you've got amazing resilience with that and, and within my Reconnect program, I talk to mamas all the time about looking back at times that were in hindsight, really difficult mm -hmm. or times that you really had to pull something out of nowhere to find the strength to get through it. And that's kind of your baseline now. You've got that. You know that you can do that. And so now you can start trusting in yourself that you can get through anything. And that must be what you feel like looking back at your life. You know, yes, there's still challenges. There's always going to be challenges. That's how we grow. But wow, you know that you've got this resilience and strength within you. Um, it might seem the case, you know, I had my sister say to me the other day, Nat, you're so brave and um, I, I'm very open, I suffer from depression and anxiety and so this week's actually a really bad week for me and I'm not feeling brave. Um, uh, you know, obviously family's a big thing for me but I was just chatting to my mum and I said to her, um, often people can perceive you as being really brave and strong and, and they're the people that sometimes aren't and for me when I'm having those down moments I think it's about acceptance and letting it go you know mm -hmm. and I, that's where I love what you guys are doing because um, we all have struggles and I think um, there's no magic cure about it and we do just have to accept it and, and let it go at times in our lives and um, as much as you know people say that your story is so wonderful and you're resilient it's like but we all still struggle and I think um, as long as you've got good networks around and we're all really honest with each other, um, that's where we're all going to get through it on the other end, aren't we? 
And thank you for being so honest about that. And I know before we started this interview, you and I had a brief chat about the importance of, of being real about all of this because we have things like social media that might paint a picture of, look what I've been through and look what I've created now and all is rosy. And you're really being as honest as you can to ensure that everybody is empowered in their own way, aren't you? Yeah, 100%. You know, for me, even walking into business was so difficult because there's a lot of bullies in the business world. And I often was going against people that were like, you know, we've got these celebrities doing that and we've, we've got this and we look like this and we're all so amazing. And um, it was so important for me, no matter how much we grow, is always to maintain integrity and honesty and to be real. You know, and I think that's so important. Anyone in a position of influence has to be real and stand up for what's actually happening in people's lives. So um, you're right. So many parents come in. You know, after reading social media articles or having a friend tell them this happened and that's how you do it. And they come into my courses so fragile and just as much as it's first aid, um, all my educators are taught that you have to know so much more and be able to be support these people. So um, it's not just first aid. I think it's whenever a parent's trying to grow, we have to do it in a really gentle manner that supports them, not brings them down. Um, and, and that's something I'm super passionate about. Mm. So do you mind me asking then, because I know a lot of the mamas that are listening might be feeling their own struggles with anxiety or depression or just struggling through a difficult time at the moment. How do you get through those times? Um, to be honest, I get hungry jacks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Jack, a, a double cheeseburger bacon seems to be my thing. Um, I take a day off. Um, and, and that right. <laughs> I try my best to take a day off. Um I feel it, I recognise it, I let it go and something I've struggled always with but now I'm trying to do is to ask for help. So mm. I say to my partner today, I'm not okay but that's okay but I'm just letting you know I'm not in full form. Mm. I think as women we always have this facade that we can do everything. You know, we're going to do the housework, we're going to cook and clean, we're going to do the kids, we're going to do this for everyone. And I think it's okay. I even say to my children, I'm not okay. I explain to them that mum has a cup of water and every time I give love to you, your sister, and I now have a, a great partner, but every time I give it to him, um, that takes away my love for the day. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, I have to fill my cup up or I'm not going to have anything to you tomorrow. So now when I put them to bed, I'm like, right, I'm filling my cup up. Wow. <laughs> <That's your room. laughs> the cup's going to get full. And But we had a discussion on how they fill their cups up. And um, I think, you know, reaching out, like, you know, I said to my daughter yesterday, she's like, mum, are you okay? You were having a cry. And I said, I was having a teary wasn't I? I said, I think I was just tired and, um, uh, you know, and I ask their advice sometimes. I love to hear their thoughts. I say, you know, I'm not feeling very happy today. What, what do you suggest I do? And I remember my youngest daughter saying, Mom, you need to take some deep breaths in and out. Let it go. Let the stress go. And I was like... <laughs> love it how perfect is that (laughs) that they know it already I think so and I think you know often I hear parents saying I don't want to cry in front of my child or I don't want to take them to a funeral because that's sad and it's like we can get through this together and let's all learn these skills together you know let's meditate together and um let's take that walk and take in some of the beauty around us because if they're not going to learn it from us who are they going to learn it from you know Perfect. Oh, I love that. And I I truly believe that that is our greatest gift to our children is to show them the real parts of ourselves and how we move through that. If all our kids ever see is this perfect mum that so many of us think we need to be, then they've got no tools or reference of how they can deal with their own imperfections. I think Uh that's exactly what we're meant to be doing. Absolutely. And they'll always love you. You know, Mm -hmm. and three things together is, I I think that's important as well. You know, when I I became a mum, you know, to be 
honest, when I first became a single mum, I probably drank a little bit too many wines and <laughs> um, I was going through a really hard phase and, and I've, I've spoken to other friends and I always say now, you know, let's put two hats on. You're a mum but you're also a woman. You know, you deserve affection, you do. You deserve to feel loved and sexy and you deserve to have fun with your friends. So we need to have both those hats, I think, and, and keep them, you know. Completely. And often the disconnection we're feeling within our lives is because we've taken one of those hats off, the, the, the self hat, the, the woman feeling hat, and just yes. feel like we only can wear the, the mother hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, and it happens all the time, but it's at no fault of anyone's. You know, um, I remember being at a park and I, I took some glasses of wine with me to have at the picnic with my kids. You know, it was a lovely, lovely day. And um, someone turned around and said, Oh my God, you're not going to have that wine here, are you? I'm like, Yeah, of course I am. <laughs> We're having a barbecue. I'm going to have a glass of wine and relax and have fun with my children and have a lovely day. And um, that person turned around and said, Oh, aren't you worried about how everyone's going to look at you? Mm, wow. Isn't this sad? You know, we've got to a point where we're also worried to be ourselves and, um, you know, wherever we are, of course we're going to get exhausted, aren't we? Well, that's right. We're living a life. We're not bringing out our true selves in all opportunities and all circumstances and growing from our mistakes and all of that, being kind yeah. to ourselves. But yes, this is about being our full selves in our lives, even if we have little ones even if we're going through a marriage breakdown, even if we're having troubles in different areas of our life. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. I'm so glad you brought that up because I think, you know, I speak to a lot of single mums obviously and people going through breakdowns and um, they're so scared to be able to go through that. You know, they they hide everything in and shove it inside so the children don't see and, um, you know, that's ultimately going to break us, isn't it, if we do that. But we've all got our struggles. You're so right. We do, yes. I feel like we've answered these questions already, but I am going to walk through the the three (laughs) questions I ask all the mamas I interview because I'm sure, as you've already shared, such beautiful insights, you'll have even more here as well. So the first question, Natalie, is what has motherhood taught you about yourself? Um, That I'm not as patient as I thought I was. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought I was a really patient, cool, relaxed person um, and it turns out that I'm not as patient um, as I thought I was. So um, that's probably what uh, what else has it taught me though? Um, It's taught me so much about love, to be honest. It's it's absolutely amazing the bond I have with my children and um, probably, yeah, different types of love has been really impressive. Mm. I'm much nicer to my mum now, to be honest. (laughs) I didn't forgive my mum for much until I had my own children and then I turned around and said, I get it and I forgive you. I think that's true for so many of us. It changes our relationship, doesn't it? Yes. It really does. You don't understand until you have children of your own, do you? Until mm. um, you, you recognise why your mum did things the way she did and that your mum's human as well. I yes. think that's the biggest one, right? Yes. Because you think of God um, and mums make mistakes, I think. <laughs> exactly. So if you could go back and tell yourself one thing before you embarked on this mummerhood journey, what would it be? Mm. Probably one day at a time. You know, we've all got so many goals and obviously you've heard from me, I dreamt I had to have this and I have to have that. We still struggle financially. We still, you know, have probably, haven't bought that house yet, still renting, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's definitely one day at a time and to appreciate what you've got coming every single moment of that day, not to worry too much about the end picture. Mm. And so then finally, after everything you've been through and all the mamas that you see each day, what does being a happy mama mean to you? Um... 
probably forgiveness. I think we we all live with a lot of guilt once you become a parent. Mm. And I think in order to be a happy mum, we need to learn to forgive ourselves probably a lot more than we do so we can just move on and enjoy parenthood. And guilt's huge. The minute your baby comes out, you're like, oh, no, I've done this wrong. I've done this wrong. What am I doing? Yeah, I can't believe I just did that. Did I really just scream at them? Did I send mm. them to school without lunch? Um, yeah, forgive yourself. And I think everyone will be a bit more happier if we can learn to forgive ourselves for all those little things along the way. Mm, I totally agree. It's at yeah. the core of it all, isn't it? Self-kindness, self-forgiveness. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Thank you so much. I think, as we said at the beginning, a really inspiring journey that you have been on, but a lovely reminder that even amongst, you know, the resilient, strong women around us, everybody has their 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 cracks that they're going through and their own challenges and struggles so thank you so much for your honesty today Natalie no thank you so much for having me and I hope um you know if anyone ever wants to have a chat with me or or talk to me about things um you know my door is always open oh that's beautiful thank you so everyone Natalie's website is wonderwomanchildren.com wonderwomanchildren.com it'll be in the show notes as well thank you so much Natalie thank you Thank you.